The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy St. Nicholas Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, December 6th, 2022, Tuesday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Nicholas. Historically, we can pinpoint only the fact that he was the fourth century bishop of Myra, a city in Lycia, a province of Asia Minor. Born in about 270, the best known story about Nicholas concerns his charity toward a poor man who was unable to provide dowries for his three daughters of marriageable age. Now, Nicholas didn't want to see them forced into prostitution, so he secretly tossed a bag of gold through the poor man's window on three separate occasions. That enabled the daughters to be married. This legend evolved into the custom of gift-giving on the saint's feast. In the English-speaking countries, St. Nicholas became, by a twist of the tongue, Santa Claus. He died in about 343 A.D. St. Nicholas, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, you tell us such a beautiful parable in today's gospel. It's beautiful also because it talks about you. Jesus said to his disciples, Tell me, suppose a man has a hundred sheep and one of them strays. Would he not leave the ninety-nine on the hillside and go in search of the stray? I tell you solemnly, If he finds it, it gives him more joy than do the ninety-nine that did not stray at all. Similarly, it is never the will of your Father in heaven that one of these little ones should be lost. How beautiful, Lord, this parable, this metaphor that speaks so much about you, about the heart of Jesus, about the heart of God. Today's Gospel 
talks about the good shepherd who is you, Lord Jesus. Uh, you're a bit crazy, we might say, because we hear you about we hear about you in different places in the gospel, also in the Gospel of John, where we're told that the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. That seems mad. First of all, it's disproportionate to even suffer for one's sheep, but to give one's life for one's sheep. That's a love, that's a compassion, that's an enthusiasm, a self-giving that goes beyond our human comprehension. And yet, that is the reality of our faith. That is the mystery of God's self-giving in Christ. The Good Shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep is the central reality and mystery of our faith, which we celebrate every day in the Mass, which is made present in every single celebration of the Eucharist. This love of the Good Shepherd, this self-sacrificing love, Advent is full of this uh, joy, of this compassion of God, which fills us with joy, with peace. In the first reading of today's Mass, we have those words, inspired words. Console my people, console them, says your God. Speak to the heart of Jerusalem and call to her that her time of service is ended, that her sin is atoned for. Console my people. This is what the Good Shepherd does. This is what you do, Jesus. You console us once we open our hearts, once we open our lives, once we open our souls to you. Jesus, I need to be consoled. Your people needs to be consoled. And how does Jesus console us? How does the Lord console us? Well, in simple terms, by turning up, by being there for us. The reality is that in this whole season of Advent, we're preparing for the incarnation, the turning up of God, the becoming flesh of God, the being with us of God, Emmanuel. This is the immensity of your love, Lord, that you turn up for us when we need you. Just as we too would like to turn up for our people, for our friends, we might say, well, the very first rule of friendship, to have any friendship, is, well, start by turning up. Be there for people. Be there for our people. Be there for our friends, for our family. And we learn to be friends. We learn to love. We learn to be truly compassionate from God who turns up, who turns up and therefore, just by his presence, consoles his people, consoles them. Just a couple of weeks ago in Ireland, the cause of canonization of Father Willie Doyle opened. Um, Willie Doyle was born to a, a quite a, a comfortable family in Dublin. Um, as a young man, he felt called to be a priest and joined the Jesuit order. And then when World War I broke out, he offered himself as a military chaplain um, with the men. Um, and when he was on the battlefield, he, you might say he was a bit crazy. He, he would always turn up. He would always be there for the soldiers. He could have stayed behind after giving the last sacraments to the men and the blessings and hearing their confessions and giving them Holy Communion. He often gave them Holy Communion as viaticum because so many of the men 
having received our Lord, died on the battlefield. So it was effectively viaticum, food for the journey, the last communion. He could have given them the sacraments and the prayers and then let them go up up above out of the trenches into the war zone and he could have remained behind. But he never did that. He went out with the men and he insisted on doing that even though uh, others said he needn't do it. He said, no, I'll do it because I've got to be with the people. Be with my be with my people, especially if they're dying, to be able to give them anointing, absolution. And in Passchendaele, that great and terrible battle, he uh, during the battle he saw two men injured falling into a, a foxhole, if you like, going in there to die. And he went in after them, even though it was a hugely dangerous thing to do. And at that stage, a bomb. Uh, fell down into that foxhole and killed all three of them outright. In fact, his, his body has never been found. And subsequent to his death, so many people spoke about his bravery and his compassion and the fact that he was always there with, with the men, not only the Catholics, he would pray with the non-Catholics as well. And some of the most moving testimonies about um, his life come from non-Catholics. That's the Christian way. That's the good shepherd who who goes out in search of one, even at the, the craziness of leaving 99 behind. That's the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Every saint, indeed like Willie Doyle, you could say he's a martyr of charity. Every saint makes present that going out from himself of God in Christ for love. It should be said that Father Willie Doyle um, was heroic in his self-sacrifice, in his death, but he was also a holy man in his life. And he struggled, like all of us struggle, to try to be prayerful, to try to be um, mortified, to grow in virtue. And we know all of this because we have a number of his spiritual writings and we also have many letters he sent home from the front in the First World War to his father in particular and to his family. We're blessed to have those testimonies. And, and it's interesting to note as well that Father Willie Doyle um, inspired several um, canonized saints, including uh, St. Jose Maria Escrivá and St. Teresa of Calcutta, among others. The life of Father Willie Doyle is, is really inspiring. Um, and it's not one we will all imitate exactly because... Which of us will be chaplains or running around the place in the First World War? Um, that may not be our exact context. And yet all of us are called to be like Jesus, to, to turn up, to be there, to be there for others, to turn up for others, to be the compassion of the Good Shepherd for the people around us, starting with our family, with our friends, with our colleagues. Every saint actually is a model of that turning up of God. Today is the Feast of St. Nicholas. We know also that many of the stories associated with him are of turning up for people in need. There's a story that he turned up to provide a dowry for three poor daughters in a family so that they could get married. And of course in Our Lady, Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception, whom we who were honouring these days as we prepare for her feast, during this novena of days preceding her feast, 
Our Lady always turns up for her children. As she said to St. Juan Diego in Guadalupe, Am I not here, I who am your mother? I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 15 minutes past the hour, this is Daybreak. It's Tuesday of the second week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The liturgical day begins right now. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord the King who is to come. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah, They challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come.
surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil, for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. So that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish, the patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. 
all the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever, for the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from evil, learn to do God's will, and the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land, and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. A voice is heard crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight the path of our God. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, the earth will burst asunder, the earth will be shaken apart, the earth will be convulsed. The earth will reel like a drunkard, and it will sway like a hut. Its rebellion will weigh it down until it falls, never to rise again. On that day, the Lord will punish the host of the heavens and the heavens and the kings of the earth 
on the earth. They will be gathered together like prisoners into a pit. They will be shut up in a dungeon, and after many days they will be punished. Then the moon will blush, and the sun grow pale. For the Lord of hosts will reign on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, glorious in the sight of his elders. O Lord, you are my God. I will extol you and praise your name. For you have fulfilled your wonderful plans of old, faithful and true. For you have made the city a heap, the fortified city a ruin. The castle of the insolent is a city no more, nor ever to be rebuilt. Therefore a strong people will honor you. Fierce nations will fear you. For you are a refuge to the poor, a refuge to the needy in distress. Shelter from the rain, shade from the heat. As with the cold rain, as with the desert heat, even so you quell the uproar of the wanton. The Word of the Lord. O Lord, you are my God. I will extol you and praise your name. Because you fulfilled your wondrous plans. For you are a refuge for the poor man and a shelter for the needy man in his distress. Because you fulfilled your wondrous plans. From the Dogmatic Constitution on the Church of the Second Vatican Council. The Church to which we are all called in Christ Jesus and in which we acquire holiness through the grace of God, will reach its perfection only in the glory of heaven, when the time comes for the renewal of all things and the whole world, which is intimately bound up with man and reaches its perfection through him, will, along with the human race, be perfectly restored in Christ. Lifted above the earth, Christ drew all things to himself. Rising from the dead, he sent his life-giving Spirit upon his disciples, and through the Spirit established his body, which is the Church, as the universal sacrament of salvation. Seated at the right hand of the Father, he works unceasingly in the world, to draw men into the church, and through it to join them more closely to himself, nourishing them with his own body and blood, and so making them share in his life of glory. The promised renewal that we look for has already begun in Christ. It is continued in the mission of the Holy Spirit. Through the Spirit it goes on developing in the church, There we are taught by faith about the meaning also of our life on earth as we bring to fulfillment, with hope in the blessings that are to come, the work that has been entrusted to us in the world by the Father, and so work out our salvation. The end of the ages is already with us. The renewal of the world has been established and cannot be revoked. In our era, it is in a true sense anticipated. The church on earth is already sealed by genuine, if imperfect, holiness. 
Yet until a new heaven and a new earth are built as the dwelling place of justice, the pilgrim church, in its sacraments and institutions belonging to this world of time, bears the likeness of this passing world. It lives in the midst of a creation still groaning and in travail as it waits for the sons of God to be revealed in glory. We eagerly await the coming of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will renew our lowly bodies and and make make them like his his own glorified body. Sober, just, and godly, we live in this world as we wait in blessed hope for the glorious coming of the Almighty God. He will renew our lowly bodies and make them like his own glorified body. Let us pray. O God, who have shown forth your salvation to all the ends of the earth, grant, we pray, that we may look forward in joy to the glorious nativity of Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Twenty-four minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, as well as in conversation with God in morning prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, you've heard it many times. More joy in heaven over one repentant sinner. And it's from the 18th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains? and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. So, it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We celebrate St. Nicholas today, and the basis for modern-day Santa Claus was known for his generosity. And his example is a good one. It's not unheard of, after all, for God to call us to give of our material goods. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. There will be times in our life in which the Lord encourages us in our generosity to contribute financial assistance, be it great or small, to sustain the church or other good institutions which promote social justice. Possibly we will be called upon to help raise funds for these charitable works. A great many pages from the New Testament make reference to the determination Christ's disciples showed in acquiring the necessary material goods they would need for the spread of the gospel. 
We see how St. Matthew enjoys considerable financial resources and generously shares them with gratitude for all the Lord has done for him. Then there is the group of women who follow Christ and provide for the disciples out of their means. There are other disciples, wealthy ones like Joseph of Arimathea, for example, who gives up his own sepulcher and buys a fine linen cloth for the burial of Jesus. We observe how Nicodemus purchases a large and expensive quantity of myrrh and aloes to prepare the Lord's body for burial. Similarly, we can observe the heroic generosity of the first Christians who sell their possessions and goods. For those who own lands or houses sell them and bring the price of what they sell and lay it at the feet of the apostles. St. Paul organizes collections in Antioch, in Gaul, in Macedonia, and in Greece to aid the faithful in Jerusalem. He encourages good people to emulate the others in similar acts of charity. When the apostle of the Gentiles writes to the Corinthians, he thanks them for their generosity and the collection they have taken up. He praises them for their resolution to do good and says to them, It is to your own interest. St. Thomas, commenting on these words, emphasizes the benefit the donor draws from detachment from the material goods he gives for the benefit of other people. A work of piety is more useful for the one who practices it than for the one who receives it. The one who does a good deed out of piety receives spiritual benefit, while the one who receives merely the material good receives only temporal profit. Moreover, giving alms is one of the principal means for healing the wounds in the soul caused by sin. The practice of this work of mercy strongly attracts the grace of God. Together with generosity and detachment from material goods, we need to stimulate the practice of these virtues in our dealings with friends. In this way, we will secure many blessings for them and their families. Here is an urgent task to stir up the consciences of believers and non-believers, to gather men of goodwill who are willing to help and to provide the material instruments which are needed for the work with souls. To finish our time of prayer well, it can be helpful to consider our own spirit of generosity and detachment from material goods. Just ask yourselves, how much does it cost you in financial terms as well to be Christians? St. Nicholas will be our ally in heaven so that we may be generous with God and with our brothers in seeking out the financial means we need to carry out our apostolate. May we frequently invoke him to resolve our monetary difficulties. Now close to our Lord, St. Nicholas will continue to respond generously to those who have recourse to his intercession. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 16 before the hour, time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord, send send forth forth your your light and and your your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep Keep us us safe all the days of our lives. Once I said, in the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction when you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep Keep us us safe all the days of our life. 
To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, abundance flows in your steps, in the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy, yes, they sing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us, so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. A reading from the book of Genesis. The scepter shall never depart from Judah, or mace from between his legs, while tribute is brought to him, and he receives the people's homage. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Zion. I will come and make my dwelling in you, says the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. 
Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Zion. I will come and make my dwelling in you, says the Lord. To Christ our Lord, the light of the world, let us cry out with joy. Come, come Lord Jesus. Dispel our darkness with the light of your presence. And make us worthy of your gifts. Come, come, come Lord Jesus. Save us, Lord our God that we may praise your holy name this day. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. Enkindle in our hearts the flame of your love. And make us long to be united with you. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. You bore our infirmity. Aid the sick and those who are to die this day. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who have shown forth your salvation to all the ends of the earth, grant, we pray, that we may look forward in joy to the glorious nativity of Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming right up. Patrick Madrid is along a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Hope to see you again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. 
Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.